0: Welcome everybody to episode 40, that's 4-0, believe it or not, of the Anime Arcade Podcast. My name is Jeff, I'm here with Logan. Yo. And Carlos. What's up everyone? What's up guys, how you doing? Tired, it's been a yeah. long day. It has been a long yeah. day and kind
1: of a long cast.
0: Yeah. But a good one. Yeah. yeah, but a yeah, good one. Yeah, it's been a, lo- a long e but a goodie. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, so... <laughs> Yeah, we talked about all of our first impressions from the shows this season. Um, so, uh, I think anyone who's watching anime this season probably has seen this is a this is a solid season, and I feel like I'm a broken record saying that on these first impression casts. But, <laughs> yeah, but this uh, time we
1: mean it. Yeah, yeah, right. But before we kind of smirk, no, I'm just joking. This time, <laughs> this time it is like just outstanding.
0: Yeah, so, and I think a lot yes. of the
1: anime community agrees
0: with us. Big time, big time. Um, Yeah, but we've been casting for a while. It's really late here on the East Coast. I don't think I've casted this late in a long time. So uh, let's get right into it, guys, and I hope you guys enjoy. Peace. (laughs)
1: Thanks for listening.
0: So, was it yesterday that was Honoka's birthday?
1: Uh actually 2 days ago. Honoka's 2 days ago. Yeah. Yes, 2 uh, days ago. And then 2 Hinocha. days before that it was Chika's birthday because they decided the the lead girls uh were born in the it same both month. Be, uh Wait, when's Chika's birthday? Chika's birthday is August 1st. Uh Honoka's birthday is August 3rd. So, for those of you out here cool. who didn't, you know, pay attention well,
0: chica's birthday is a day after my birthday
1: <laughs> yeah yep it sure is well technically you guys shared a birthday because you know when you were celebrating your birthday it was already august 1st in japan so there you go
0: that's true yeah mm-hmm. we were born around the same time chica and i <laughs> only i'm um, probably like 20 years later than her yeah probably something. something like that yeah her, earlier than her
1: no, they're she was 20 years they're pretty young. Me. The the awkward, even yeah. the the. Uh, I'm not just talking about like the the you know animated idols, but the the idols that portray them were all born in the 90s. At this point, um,
2: Wait, what are you trying to say?
1: <laughs> that uh, <laughs> they're pretty young,
2: not the early oh, 90s.
1: <laughs> oh,
2: yeah,
0: damn <laughs> uh, it's okay, Logan join the club man the old man club i'm getting there the muse idols were, were closer to rh
3: yeah
0: yeah <laughs> so
1: they and and now they're not idols anymore so they're not bound by those contracts anymore so there you go get yourself yeah. to japan yeah. get you some uh Rippy pile her name is pile maki's maki's idol or was her,
0: uh named pile pile Yep. well right i guess on. she hit her name yeah hmm I don't know. I think Nico's, uh, Nico's live action was the best one. (laughs) I think she's funny. (laughs) Yeah. I liked
1: her. I think, I think that's why Um, I like, uh, Mari's live action one now because she's funny anyway. Yeah.
0: Cool. Um, Well, that's our uh, weekly love live segment. Uh, (laughs) We are actually here to talk about our first impressions, though, for this season. And um, this is a a damn good one, I think. We are are super late and I apologize. It's cool, man. No, it's cool. I I understand Nozomi really tangled you up (laughs) a little bit. (laughs) You know what? it's it's understandable i mean I, I, I would actually I would had totally to move i'm i'm
1: not sure if i sound any different but i had to move my desk to a completely different location in my room because the upstairs toilet was leaking and leaked right onto my desk and ruined my my keyboard
2: no so yeah
1: damn that sucks <laughs> so yeah like like all the the mix-up that i'm having right now is because i'm not
0: used to being here And then I get to move later. I thought you were going to... You you Really, you could have come up with something better than that, man. Like Nozomi (laughs) was being stubborn and she just would not move from your desk. Oh, that's true. She was sitting on your keyboard and she would not move. She demanded attention. She demanded (laughs) to to be able to read my horoscope. (laughs) And you said, Nozomi, damn it, I have a podcast to do. Wait until after I'm done. Then I'll give you attention. When I start talking to my fingers, I want you guys to commit me. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's going to happen but you know when it does <laughs> just just you know just send me to the mental Amen. asylum with my figures. That's, of course i need somebody you. to talk to
0: i'll mm-hmm. be there for you, i'll be there <laughs> which figures would you like to be sent all of them with? come on man you can have the monkey one if symbol. you give me the rest of them
1: okay <laughs>
0: all right all right deal <laughs>
1: <laughs> so easy <laughs> he's gonna <laughs> jeff's gonna have me committed long before just so he could get that, that swimsuit <laughs> figure. yeah that's the crazy guy over there i'm perfectly sane <laughs> uh
0: cool i'm glad you guys know where you guys i well. am <laughs> i really am <laughs> yeah man it's <That's> good stuff <sighs> so what's uh what's what's up anything before we want to talk about these shows anything new in your lives uh before we
1: get started there is a Concole event happening so if any of you guys are interested um well it's kind of too late <laughs> i'm joking i'm joking <laughs> it is it it if you it are is. if you are starting Concole right now there is absolutely no way you're going to be able to do a whole lot in this event maybe you can clear the first map who the hell knows but if you're interested i mean why not now uh we got yeah. uh uh somebody interested trying to get into Concolele right now, a few people uh have gotten into the the discord recently, so pretty happy about that and welcome yeah we uh We hope to hear from you more soon and again there's a concole event if you 're already a player and you don't know this well now you know get ready <laughs>
0: it's a large one yeah yeah um i'm about to win um three out of four fantasy lcs season i forgot (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: i think i came in last again
0: i am so bad at this i uh i actually haven't won yet um supango could still beat me i just need i need jensen and arrow to outscore cloud nine by 18 points and i'll win so i didn't even look what oh wow i'm destroying
1: dj right now but. It doesn't nice. matter because I'm in last place. So even if I if I beat DJ, I just pull him down to last place with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's all right, Carlos. I'm so bad. We love you, man.
0: <laughs> I won the first one. It, the crazy thing is that you you know more about the LCS than any of us. It, you know from my you know from my um, interpretation anyway. <laughs> so it's just I I pick ones that are like
1: surefire like. They've always been consistent, and this season has been like you remember that consistency.
0: Yeah, screw that consistency. So, kind of in my Europe has been the way to go this season, which was totally the opposite of last season. So, oh yeah,
2: no, no, I've done fairly fairly well with all. Uh, Na, I'm not going to win the league, unfortunately. But
1: oh, speaking of of Europe for our. Uh, listeners out there who play player unknowns battleground or pubg um there's going to be a tournament uh coming up in i think late august at gamescom uh where you know a bunch of these teams if you're interested in esports that's a pretty cool thing to watch i love like the spectate mode on player unknowns battleground is really wonky but that's because the game's still in alpha but i mean the the fact that the game is still in alpha and elicits this much
0: hype around its um, its esports scene is actually pretty cool to observe yeah I hope that it's not um, there's been a lot of games in the past decade or so um, and that might be pushing it but at least the past five years that have generated a huge amount of hype in their alpha and beta stages and um, then they fizzled out and, and maybe in, in some cases never even reached an actual release stage like where they were not buggy as hell so i hope that this is not another one of those situations um this game has a lot of potential and i think it's really tremendous amount of fun so yeah maybe we'll have to do a a show on that one
1: but for today it is our first impressions podcast as we alluded to before but we have add so we forgot uh (laughs) so uh yeah we're
0: talking first impressions today aren't we (laughs) yeah
1: yeah i've been drinking i'm not gonna lie i I
0: went to a barbecue today so i've I'm I might be him. a little i of I'm, I'm right there with you. I probably should have dropped okay, I'm, in, a beer for I'm this. in my water stage right now. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> uh,
1: so I apologize. Um, but uh, let's jump right into the first show, which I. Are we doing this alphabetically?
2: Yeah. Yeah, why that's they, just the order of right the
1: Okay. Uh, the first show is mine. Is anyone else watching this with me? I didn't look at the list. No, it looks I... like it's just me. <laughs>
2: I've watched like the first two episodes, so I can okay. really I'll, talk about those. For those
1: of you guys uh, eagerly anticipating, sitting on the edge of your seat, saying, Carlos, God damn it, just tell me what the first show is, it's A Centaur's <laughs> Life. <laughs> this is a show I, I was highly anticipating, um, and it has not disappointed me yet, but that's because it follows the manga pretty much to a T in that they don't give you any explanation. They drop you in the world and figure that shit out for yourself. Um,
2: Yeah.
1: It's um, thus far, we're about four episodes in. It's real episodic, but every episode, you get a little taste of the world. Um, The fact that uh, humans are considered, or the things that are considered human, I should say, are things like centaurs, goat folk, devil folk, angel folk, cat folk, et cetera. <clears throat> um, and the, there are other races of people we haven't seen, but spoilers, kind of, they're going to be amphibian folk, frogs, essentially. Uh, there are Antarcticans, which are snake folk, <clears throat> which aren't considered human, but interact with humans. And you get little tastes of like the geopolitical scene, um, everything that's going on in the world and how, <laughs> how discrimination could actually get you jail time which is an interesting concept uh that they just kind of toss out there like it's uh, a regular occurrence um yeah it's it's everything i wanted from the show the only thing it's missing is uh, in between chapters there are these um <coughs> these um like pages that that give you information on certain things like the history of the world, the history of a country, the history of a certain race. So yeah. If you're into that kind of show where they f- they feed you the story in tiny, tiny little bits and you keep like you eagerly watch to see more, then you're really gonna love this show. Cause I do. <coughs> cool, man. Sorry, I'm coughing so much into the mic. <laughs> I think I'm dying. Anyway. Um <laughs> just casually throw that out there for the fans uh since we're not rating it right now uh i can't say anything right now since again first impressions but i would recommend this show very highly and i'm very glad that it was my first pick uh unfortunately our other two hosts aren't watching it so that's all you get for me let's move on to the next show
0: <laughs> right on sounds good no i, I um I, I I wasn't surprised when you drafted it and it sound it sounds like it's uh it's hit all the marks that you wanted it to, so it's good to hear. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty stoked about it.
1: Um the next show is is isn't anybody, so and one of you
0: guys grab this. <laughs> well I haven't seen this uh okay. Aho Girl, but this I, I know I've heard people a lot of people are watching this one this season, so Logan, <laughs> go for it, man. Uh the
2: synopsis for this one was Probably like I don't know, one of the worst sounding things to me ever, because um, it's like the show is basically there's a like genuinely stupid girl named Yoshiko and it's just like her antics uh, with her and her you know childhood friend uh, Akira I think is his name, um, and then these other uh, girls that they kind of that uh, Yoshiko makes friends with. Uh, I'm with you there
0: hundred percent too. I was I was looking for an anime to just kind of watch the other night because I couldn't sleep. And uh we'll get into the show that I actually picked up and, and did watch <laughs> later, but this one uh was one that I passed by and, and thought it sounded pretty awful. So
2: uh, it's actually <laughs> probably one of the funniest things I've watched in a long time. Oh strong agree. Wow.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah.
2: Um I do like feel really bad for everyone in that show that isn't Uh, Yoshiko Mm -hmm. because she is is genuinely the stupidest person I've ever seen.
1: (laughs) But she's so funny.
2: (laughs) So so funny. It's one of those things that
1: like (sighs) you see, you see it happening to someone else and it's funny, but if it was you, you would really hate that situation.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Like there's a, there's a bit where (laughs) Yoshiko loves bananas. And she has a banana that is to her sublime, and so she decides to run like halfway across the country to this banana farmer, and drags along uh, Sayaka, the the blonde girl, with her, and just it's like miserable for Sayaka. She just hates everything. She's she wants to take the train, but for whatever reason, she doesn't, um, and she's just running out of anger for having to go with uh, Yoshiko. But it's like it's just these dumb gags that shouldn't work but do. <laughs> they
1: work so well because of the voice, the voice actress for Yoshiko is, is believably <laughs> stupid when she plays this character. Oh man, yeah. Um
2: I I think my favorite bits is when she tries to be sexy in oh front God. of uh, Akira. <laughs> oh, it's so good.
1: And and so Yoshiko's good. mom is like constantly trying uh, to get to uh, hook him up, Akuru. Yeah, to, to hook her hook her up with Yoshiko and or him up with Yoshiko. And yeah, it's it's the whole thing's great. The opening theme. Every every opening theme is different. <clears throat> not oh, really? not in the music, but in the the visuals, and they're all mm. just like little tiny things. Like um, uh, there's a like a disciplinary committee girl who's really. She's into, my favorite, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I I agree. I love her. Uh, she's yeah. really into the main guy. And there's an opening theme of her just kind of, like, staring at him. And and every little, like, every few seconds or so, like, 10 or so seconds, like, her position changes. And, like, her facial <laughs> expression changes. And it's so, so good. Um, If you're looking for something to watch that's really short, it's this one. And a yeah, lot of the shorts minutes. this season are great.
0: Yeah. Um, How short like is this minutes? one? 12 minutes. Yeah, are so well, 12 minutes. That's minute a shorts. good time, actually. So it's like yeah. a half length. Yeah. I found that the shows that I've watched with that kind of episode length, especially comedies or ones that don't have a really huge storyline, that's like a really good time for a show like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's, if you're looking for a laugh, give episode one a go. If it's your thing, you're welcome. Yeah. Keep if going. Not, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. Cause it's more of the same, just ridiculousness. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. It's good for a laugh.
0: Cool sounds good no i might actually check that out especially it being a short um that sounds that sounds like definitely one that's on my radar mm-hmm. nice
2: um next up we have one that no one picked uh, uh, It's Jeff one picked that it. i was
0: no yeah i picked this one. Oh, um yes
2: you did yeah i'm sorry looking at the wrong list go ahead no you're cool <laughs> man
0: um yeah the next one on our list is uh, shokoku no Altair. uh this, uh, or tear A Record of Battles is, uh, I guess, the English name for this. This show has been, uh, a, a pleasant surprise for me, actually. Uh, there's some, I have some problems with it, but it, it's kind of been, it, it's been pleasant. And I really like, for, first of all, I picked it mostly for the art style and that hasn't disappointed the art style. It really reminds me of like a nineties anime, maybe with, uh, it, it's smoother, I think. And, um clearly they're using modern animation, um, technology, but the the actual art style of it reminds me more of like some of the classic stuff that I loved back in, you know, my earlier childhood. So that's been kind of a little bit of a nostalgia trip in that regard. But, um, so the, the show is about a uh, young, probably way too young considering the actual subject matter of the show. Um, mahamuto (laughs) um yeah that trying to pronounce these names is great exactly we're talking this is like a middle eastern setting Mm -hmm. and and the the names are all very fitting for that but the the listening to the the japanese uh the subtitles you know and the japanese pronunciations is quite quite awesome but um so we have a a child who is i think what was he 12 years old carlos Mm -hmm. who is serving on the council of a um uh a a middle eastern empire that he's it's the divan as they call it i think yeah um
1: uh it's it's essentially turkey it's a it is essentially a smaller version
0: of the ottoman empire
1: (laughs) for those wondering right
0: (laughs) so and he's on this like say like you know what we would call the senate i guess in in the u.s Mm -hmm. they're the the governing body of this this country and um he has been elected into this, and to me, the first right away, I'm like, "Wow, that's kind of ridiculous." But <laughs> you know, suspend your disbelief. Well, well, what's more ridiculous
1: is that I don't think they they, if I understand it correctly, uh, it's not so much that he, you're elected into this um, governing body, so much as you're you're picked by via your merits. And the whole time, I'm thinking, he's a teenager. How much merit could he have shown in so little time <laughs> that he's, exactly. he's elected to be at
0: like pretty much he's yeah. a pasha uh, which i think is, he's an orphan too or something like didn't or wasn't he, was he like killed left- during the last war or he was killed <laughs> his parents his right. parents were killed. <laughs> yes he got better
1: spoilers <laughs> uh yes his parents were killed during the last war w- right. with uh essentially austria-hungary but they're
0: really rewriting mm-hmm. the story of those two nations yeah um um so he he's essentially caught I- I- in the middle of um a what it's brewing a war here. There, there's a very aggressive empire that is trying to kind of force a war through some very kind of underhanded tactics. Um, so you've got your mustache dwelling bad guys here, and um, you're, you know. I, I kind of like um, Zaganos, the one of the fellow pashas mm-hmm. that he serves with. Mm-hmm. Um, he kind of immediately shows as like a really arrogant, seems like kind of a, like like a jerk, right? But uh, he clearly ha- is. He he deserves to be on the council. He is. Um, he mm-hmm. he's very smart. He seems to be very calculating, and uh, I have a feeling he's going to turn out to be one of the better characters in this show. Well, that's the thing about the show too is that is that while you do have the mustache rolling
1: bad guys on the other side, it's very clear mm-hmm. that not everybody on the governing body of of uh the Devon or whatever, uh, is mm-hmm. is like one hundred percent clean themselves. So I kinda like exactly. that, uh that aspect of too. it. I do yep. too. Granted, the the Empire's people are way worse, but
0: you know Oh yeah. Specifically that one dude, um and I can't remember his name now. But the the green haired guy, he he seems to be kind of like pulling the strings there on the Empire side. Yeah. Yeah. So um it's it's kind of a simple story, but like you said, uh, real
1: uh really good in the in the animation department and mm-hmm. um if nothing else interesting that they took a a, a leap into this setting, you know?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, very interesting. I, I'm really intrigued by this show, and um, it it has a lot of potential to go either way. But I like where the story could could go here. I, I think they've set up a pretty good. You know, they put they put together a good setting, and uh, I, I think my main problem with this show is the main character. Unfortunately, I think he's uh, I think he's kind of the fact that he's so young is a little unbelievable considering the setting, and he he's kind of annoying. I guess just his. Um, he's, he's a falconeer. He, so his main, he, he seems to be kind of in a situation where he's going to end up having to fight people. Um, and it appears his main merit is that he has a falcon that will kind of fight for. Him. Yeah. So he, he's really good at controlling <laughs> that falcon. Let's right. like him to the Senate. Um, <laughs> exactly. So, but, uh, so yeah, no, but this show is, is one I'm going to definitely be happy to follow. Yeah. Yeah,
1: for sure. I I'm it's one of the. Sh- it's not my favorite show that's on Amazon right now, but it's
0: pretty good. Yeah. Plus it has so, Shahra, Goku.
1: which is, you know, pretty
0: great. Oh yeah. How could I how could I not mention Shahra? Yeah, she's definitely one of the uh she's one of the cuter cuter characters this season, I think. In a season with a lot of cute ones. Yeah. You can vote for on ours um, now. We'll get to that later. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, show no Altair or show uh, Altair a record of battles. Um I, I I'm pretty optimistic about this show.
1: Okay. Uh the next one is one of my shows. Um this is Angels Three Piece or Tenshino 3P. Uh it is a the story of um a young Hikigamori kid uh, named Kyo who Stop going to school and essentially spends all of his time making music online using instruments and like sending lyrics to other people so that they can, you know, play his music, etc. And uh, he one day gets an email from somebody he thinks is like an older man because it's very incredibly formal and all this stuff. And it turns out it's a very young girl. I believe she's 10, question mark, Um. June Goto sends him this, and it turns out she and her friend Sora and Nozomi, uh, who are all orphans at the Little Wing Orphanage, uh, want to start a band and use or play his music at a live concert. Um, I don't know. They they never really say, like they're never entirely clear on exactly why. It's to show appreciation, question mark, to let people know there's an orphanage there, question mark. Um or i uh, it's they just really like his music, and they they want they wanna be a band, so they kind of take him on as their mentor and he eventually agrees um the show very uh how do i say this it it plays up um the kind of lolly i don't know etchy type thing for like episode one but really heavily backpedals at episode two. And it hasn't been as much of a thing as it was in episode one, but I know that turned off quite a few people. It like it was done incredibly jokingly, but I know that turned off a lot of people as soon as I saw it. Um, it's uh, interesting in the, in the fact that I'm, you know, we're, Almost halfway through the season at this point, so uh Cho eventually goes back to school and it's interesting to see him employ uh the lessons he's teaching to the girls on himself and like trying to step up and actually be a role model i thought I think that's actually pretty cool with this story, uh, but at the same time, uh, I can see that it's it's probably not going to get any deeper than that. So, if you're looking for a heavy-hitting story about orphans, or I don't know about music, probably not the place for you. But if you like cute, this is this is where you should be, or one of the places you should be this season. Uh, are you guys not watching this one either?
2: No, <laughs> oh <laughs> if, man, yeah, too well. much. Uh,
1: all right, um, so yeah, I recommend it if you like moe if you like cutesy music and if I don't know, you're not looking for anything deeper than a small puddle in story. <laughs> uh, cool. I think it's funny and I'm going to continue to watch it, but that's because I have to, but I'm not mad about it. Oh crap. I forgot to add <laughs> another, another, you know what? Yeah. Okay. Uh So yeah. Cool. <laughs> Angels three piece. Uh, next show.
2: Uh, the next one is one that no one picked up uh, It's called Classroom of the Elite It's one that I was considering uh, Using one of my picks on But I was worried about the um, animation style for the show um, Because all the previews were very kind of like Pseudo 3D visual novel kind of stuff um, But Like the Previews for the show do not do this show justice at all. Um this has been kind of probably the most interesting show that I'm watching this season. Uh, most unexpectedly. Um I don't know, I don't want to call it deep, but kind of thought provoking for me at least. Um the story for this one is uh what's his name? I Koji uh attends this school on this island um, where the students are all like guaranteed success or something or a job when they graduate. Um, but they quickly come to find out that not everyone is treated equally on this island. Um, they are put into him or he is put into class D uh, with, um, a couple other, uh, students, uh, Susan, a. Horikita and Kikyo Kushida to name a couple. Um, and they are the lowest of the low at the school. Um, and the promise of these points that they get to spend gets taken away from them as, uh, the majority of the class misuse their points on frivolities and stuff like that. And so it's just kind of like this, uh, I don't know this kind of dive into, you know, what is equality, and kind of I don't know. I'm just kind of rambling at this point. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where I was going with that.
1: <laughs> no, it's it is it is a um, kind of strange the the story with how essentially they're they're treating this like this is the real world. This is how the real world is going yeah. to treat you. And so you have to, as in the lowest rung of, of essentially society at this school, you have to claw your way to the top. And when people already have like this preconceived notion that you're class D, you're complete garbage. It'd be like it'd be like saying, you know, you're lower class. You know, mm-hmm. open the trailers or whatever. So people already have like a preconceived notion about you. So. I think that's kind of like where the
0: school is approaching their like educational pattern. I've seen this theme in other shows. Is this a thing in Japan like the, you know, the lower like letter your classes, you're the the less like human you are? See, I don't think they do that. I mean, I can't imagine they do. Maybe
1: yeah. maybe during the whole World War 2 era when, you know, they were buddies with <laughs> Germany and Germany was was real real big on eugenics maybe, but I don't I don't think Japan ever right. really dove that deep into eugenics um i could be wrong about that Hmm. someone let me know
0: well no i think it was like i i want to say assassination classroom did something like this where the the whole class was uh it was like the c class or something and the rejects class yeah and they essentially put all of the kids with bad grades into that class um and class a of course was all the kids with the better grades so i wasn't sure if that was something they did that would be interesting uh,
1: to know it is interesting too in that in that uh The D class, they're in class D for a reason. I mean, we're, we're slowly starting to see, like you see the people at the beginning who are very clearly, um, like just, (laughs) they deserve to be (laughs) bad people, uh, for different reasons or or they're just dumb, which, you know, whatever that can't be helped. Oh, I can, but you know, whatever, uh, (laughs) But there are other characters that you get and you're like, where the hell is she in here? Where the hell is he in here? And then you're like, we're slowly starting to see, oh, this is why they're bred. Um, <laughs> so it, it's, it, it's going to be interesting to see where they go from here with that. But the mm-hmm. real mystery is the main character who mm-hmm. he's, he's, you know, real deadpan, has problems socializing, but like for whatever reason, like, People are gravitating towards him now. He got exactly average marks on all of his tests going into the school, like which is you know an impossibility because you would have to know one hundred percent of the questions and purposefully you know uh, get <laughs> half of them wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, and he's he's also some kind of crazy martial arts guy. So the the big question mark is who the hell is this kid and why did he end up in class D.
2: Yeah.
0: Hm, interesting.
2: Yeah. It's very kind of like an intriguing show. It really sucked me in uh right away because I don't know like his personality um is one that I really enjoy the the deadpan kind of uh he's snarky in a way but witty. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I've seen several people kind of like equate, or not equate, like call the show like a mashup between Assassination Classroom and uh, Snafu.
1: Because of the car- main because, character, yeah.
2: Yeah, because the, the main character and like the main trio. Because you've got uh, Koji, who's like the uh, Hickey in Snafu. You've got uh, Horikita, who is uh, Yu- y- Yukina?
1: Yukina. I can't remember mm. the names in... It's been a while.
2: Yeah, I know. Um, Yeah, yeah, Yukina. And then uh, (laughs) Kikyo Kushida was (laughs) like Yui, but... You know, maybe, maybe not at all. Yeah, maybe not. (laughs) Maybe not. Yeah. So, but yeah, I definitely see where, you know, people are coming from because it is kind of that similar kind of trio. It also helps um, that the animation is
1: way better than I was expecting.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's surprisingly really good. It's just a a good combination. The style. Yeah. So, I I definitely recommend it if you're looking for maybe a little uh, mystery, a little...
0: So this but this is kind of a surprise of the season then, right? Cuz I yeah. I don't think this was on any of our radars.
2: Yeah. I I saw it, nice. but I
0: was I
1: shied away from it from picking it because yeah. uh I was That's expecting either terrible animation or just horrible characters that I hated, but thus far I've liked most of them. Even even when mm-hmm. they're being bad, I'm like, "Okay, cool." <laughs> <laughs> oh, different side. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I like this.
0: Cool. All right. Well, Um, next one on our list is one that I picked up. One of my three shows and, uh, convenience store boyfriends or Konbini Koreshi. I kind of picked this show up, uh, expecting it to be low key, you know, story about friends and their relationships and getting through school and, and what they did after school. And, um, it's been, I I think it's been pretty much what I expected in that regard. Uh, it may be a little more dramatic than I was expecting. Um, there, they have kind of introduced little, little pieces of drama here and there, uh, as far as like some of the relationships between the characters. Um, some of the characters have been a little melodramatic. I, I feel like with some of their things, but I guess that's expected from the age group we're talking about here. Uh, um, Haruki and Toa are pretty, they've got a pretty funny relationship. I kind of like it. I, I keep getting like a very, very distinct feeling that this is a, um, oh God now of course the name is eluding me the uh, <laughs> targeted at females what is that what is that oh sure, um, sure, sure. right um the um Haruki is is like I'm really into swimming we haven't really seen him doing too much swimming but that of course brings me to free and we've seen some track guys and uh the way that the art style is it just is it screams chojo to me but yeah um I would agree there are a
1: lot of characters in this one too. A,
0: a lot. lot of characters. Yeah. And I, it's, it's kind of hard main to keep ones, track of, but them yeah. Um, but there are so many characters and they're so separate. It doesn't feel like they're not all part of one group. So it's kind of very segmented. The show, mm-hmm. you, you don't, yeah. you don't really follow one main storyline. It's, it's all over the place, which is fine. I mean, it, it, it seems to be doing for me what I thought it would do. Um, I'm not as into it as some of the other shows I'm watching this season, but it's fine. I mean, I I Mm -hmm. still, I'm still enjoying it.
2: I'm, I'm pretty into it. It's totally my, my flavor of show. (sighs) See, I like it. It It's just driving me nuts. Yeah. Though, like, I don't know. Have, are you all caught up with it?
1: Um, is there a, what, what's out? Episode episode, five? There's five episodes. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Was the uh, slight spoilers? Uh, was the last episode no, the one know. where Haruki and and uh, Miharu walked out in the rain, or no? Was that four?
2: Uh, I want to say that was four. Oh, okay, then I then uh, I haven't seen it. I, I, I five. remember it for a couple. I guess episode five. They go to the track meet. Um, I don't know if that. Oh yeah, well that not. is episode five then, because okay, afterwards, five, yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I feel like they've kind of wrapped up one of the kind of main storylines that they've had through these first five episodes, and I'm hoping that we're going to get more of these other characters that they've been kind of, you know, hinting at, that have been sporadically in uh, throughout the show. But, I don't know. I I really... uh, like the relationships between what's the, your big there's the a lot the of ships in this show I think a between a lot of different
0: characters what I, what I, is the, I, your main ship I think on this um, one
2: um Mihashi and uh, Honda or toa
0: yeah yeah absolutely that's the main one
1: yeah but for all of them all I, I want to really say like, is just like just say something just
2: I say something Jesus you have her right there? Yeah. I, like I feel like she's got like super strict parents uh. or something <sighs> but yep
0: yeah, yeah, I'm feeling the same way. It, it, that is the I think that is the main ship in this show. I, I don't feel too much from Haruki and Miharu. Um, yeah, not yet. But uh, that that one seems to be that's going to be the most rewarding if it does pan out. So I think it does. I because I think they
2: uh, you know they start off the show with like him running in the snow or whatever. In mm. each episode in this anime is a month. Yeah. So, um, so I think you know we'll get the culmination of their relationship at the end of the anime but we'll get these little other uh, relationships like i'm pretty sure they're going to focus on the uh, the runner guy and the library girl now
1: mm, there's also mm-hmm. the the the, the two couple. yeah the cooking couple and the the student council president and and his little assistant
2: yeah we've barely even seen <laughs> Who, her
1: like what does she do she's like cute. she's just the assistant I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's so confusing <laughs> uh, but but yeah, yeah it's yeah. if you're into Romance. This one's this one's good. I it definitely it's it, solid. Yeah. it's okay.
0: I yeah. mean, I don't it's feel like, but it, it's not as rewarding as you would. Uh, it doesn't feel. It, it still doesn't feel like a romance to me. It feels like. Uh, mm. It just feels like I a show know. about relationships. Like a slice it of life like show about, a about couple of relationships. Episodes, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, episode five was pretty rewarding, I think. To be fair, voices, though, this so. is coming
1: after the season with Tsukigakide. And I yeah, like that's, cool. yeah. that's going to color my, my view on romance anime for a long
2: time to come. So. Uh, deservedly so. Yeah, I just got the um, opening
1: theme for that one and it's been stuck in my head.
2: <laughs> but yeah, if you like romance, I say definitely give this one a look. Yeah. The animation is not great. No, <laughs> it's not great. But if you can get yeah. past that, I think the story is, you know, if you just need a a winding down your day kind of anime. Yeah. It's not I mean, offensively bad. I don't no, think it's offensively no. bad. But yeah, it, there are moments, but yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I can overlook it.
0: So, Kanbini Qureshi is, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's doing what I think we all expected it to do.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is good. Uh, next is Dive I have only watched one episode of this So this one's just going to be kind of a, a quick little mention um, It seems like a typical sports anime um, It's about diving uh, Professional diving, as you may have guessed <laughs> um, No No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's kind of boring you know, I, I've i only seen one ep- one episode, so, you know, don't lynch me for, you know, just this. But uh, the first episode did not grab me at all. The main character is super annoying and just kind of like, I don't know, like he, he has a girlfriend that he like continuously blows off every time. And it just oh. rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. And so, and he seems like infatuated with this, you know, his senpai diver dude.
0: (laughs) Oh God. Yeah. So it's one of those. Yeah. This is going to be, yeah. yeah.
2: So I, I'm totally not the, the audience for this one. I don't think I love sports anime, but this one just hasn't done it for me through the first episode. I will definitely watch a couple more to make sure, but I don't know.
0: I mean, I think we knew, I think we knew the audience for this show before we even started, you know, before you even started or anyone started watching it. Um, and you just saying that kind of, you know, really drives that home. I feel like this is, they're really trying to pull a certain, uh, audience on this. So,
2: so if you, if you like sports anime, you like diving, you know, give it a look maybe, but I don't know. Don't hold your breath, I guess. Yeah uh-huh <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. Uh, <laughs> okay a good podcast guys we're done <laughs>
1: this, this is the end of the anime arcade <laughs> yeah. we're all gonna go our separate ways after that terrible Um. Yeah. Uh, or or me and jeff could talk about fate apocrypha
2: yeah go ahead and yeah. Do that. <laughs>
0: Absolutely, yeah. Th- this show is uh, this show is is really doing everything for me too. Um, I, I'd say all the shows I drafted, and this is funny enough. The last show, my my, my last of the three shows I drafted, uh, Fate Apocrypha, was my first show that I drafted, but the last one we're going to talk about today that was one of my picks. Um, it's been surpri- It's been uh, maybe I should say unsurprisingly uh, very good. I've been really really interested in it. The animation's great. A1 Pictures really drove it home with this one and is really doing a phenomenal job. I uh, really like the the theme here that the, the, the int- it's interesting to me that we have kind of like two grail wars going on. It's like team A and team B well, it's, it's, are fighting each yeah, other. Yeah, it's
1: one grail war that's going to So essentially with without spoiling too much, um mm. there is an anomaly in the Holy Grail War, because we've never seen an anomaly in this damn thing before. Um, right. Where it's happening in, essentially, Transylvania uh, due to, I forget, it was uh, the, the Yigdal Millennial fa- millennial Family. Oh, <laughs> that's hard to say. Um, yeah. And so, essentially, it's they're having the Holy Grail War, where seven servants are summoned on... Wow, say that three times fast, where seven servants are summoned on like one side, which is the black side, and another seven Mm. on another side, which is the red side, and they have to fight each other. And then when they're done fighting each other, those people, like whatever the winning side is, then has to fight each other for the grail itself. And
0: I like the reason for this, actually. I I thought it was really interesting. So the grail has a safety feature, apparently, that if all of the servants... If all of the summoners for a for the Grail War are part of the same group, like they're under the same command, it essentially summons another seven in order to protect the integrity of the battle. So it's not in you know you can't control the the outcome right. of the battle, mm-hmm. which I I thought that was really neat actually. Yeah. And then we um, get a,
1: another servant in ruler who during the holy during a Holy Grail War with two sides ruler is the servant that uh presides over the battle and ensures there's no funny business
0: right like the judge i mm-hmm. guess they, they've called her a couple times right and um joan of arc yep i mean she is fantastic been kind of waiting for her to show up so <laughs> really really cool um yeah this, so far so good i i mean i, I like all of the servants i like you know, for the most part I think I've I've been interested in all of the masters so far. Yeah. Um some of them are shittier than others. Yeah. I like that we're seeing some of the fate go characters appear and in anime form, mm-hmm. which is you know, kinda neat. I I'm sure, you know, anyone who's played the Japanese version now they're just excited to see their fate go characters appear. Um Well, I think I just said that, but it's probably a little different for them. But there are some servants We're kind of like, well, wait, when are they going to appear in Fate Go? Or they're a little different in the Japanese version, but. Yeah, no.
1: So it's it's more of fate. I don't want to give away too much by even telling you who's in it. I mean, you could my anime list it and find it yourself. Um, uh, But yeah. Yeah, there's no need for that. It it is. it, It is. Yeah, it's more fate you know what fate is if you if you know what fate's day night is uh or unlimited
0: blade works zero so and it's really it's well done so far you know i mean fate's day night the fate universe has been really up and down for me i mean fate zero was phenomenal uh fate unlimited blade works started out pretty strong and then I, i I personally didn't like the way it ended.
1: See, I didn't mind. Um, I didn't I mind either.
0: I mean, I really like, I will admit I liked zero better, but I didn't mind unlimited mm.
1: blade works. I thought it was, a lot of people told me that they didn't like it as much. And I was like, Oh, it was pretty good.
2: I mm. actually, it's my yeah.
0: favorite. I didn't hate Shiro as much at the end. <laughs> mm. Well, I, I, well, I don't want to spoil anything, but there were, I had <laughs> some issues with it and uh, it, I don't know. It kind of lost me by maybe the third quarter and, of course, Fate's Day Night is a pile of trash, but um, so this one looks like I think it's I, I really I'm feeling pretty strongly that this one's going to be a really good entry into the series.
1: Now, so. it is on. Well, it is. It has been obtained by Netflix and won't be out until November. So if you're wondering, well, Carlos, Jeff, how are you watching this? The truth is we're espers. So, we can close our eyes and just project it onto the back of our eyelids, and that's how we've been watching it. And don't ask any more questions because we won't answer them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we worship the god of uh, Haruhi Susumiya. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All hail, Haruhi. <laughs> so,
2: yeah. I look forward to November. <laughs>
1: Uh, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. That's my story. That's going to be my story coming up here with Kake Gorui too. Uh, but, uh, enough about that. Go watch <laughs> Fate Day Night or Fate Apocrypha if you can. <laughs> um, do not watch Fates Day yeah, Night. Don't watch Please Fate Please Night. Don't. I'm sorry. My bad. Uh, <laughs> the next one is, oh, wait, no, it, the next one is not mine. The next one is yours.
2: It's mine. There you go. It's actually not, it's not one I picked, but it's one I'm watching. Okay. It's, uh, Fastest Finger First or uh, Nanamaru Sambatsu. Uh, I mean, it's uh, an anime about a um, very hmm, what's the word for it? Uh, Very serious sport called Quiz Bowl. Mm. Um, And it's uh, a very big deal to the people who are into it. It's it's, is it like a sport like a or is it like show. Jeopardy? <laughs> it's uh, it's so they spend a lot of time, kind of uh, in these first three four episodes, kind of explaining what Quiz Bowl is. And it's essentially there are a couple different ways to go about it. You can do like team matches or individual, uh, you know, a free for all kind of a thing. It's they have questions that get asked. Uh, there's different types of questions. Uh, there's what are called the classics, which are questions that have been around for a long time, that everyone who is serious about Quiz Bowl will know. Um, and there's, like, ways to tell uh, similar-sounding questions apart due to, you know, words used or inflection and stuff like that. It's very um, kind of big on, like, wordplay and stuff like that. Oh, so it's like a Chihayapuru uh, thing,
1: where, like, they could just hear the first of, syllable. You
2: know, it's funny. They they mention the, the game, uh, The Hundred Poets, uh game in this and how it's slightly different than that like if it wasn't for the different variations um on question types then it would be just essentially the same game (laughs) um but it's they ask a question whoever buzzes in first gets the chance to answer the question Mm -hmm. and if they answer it right they get a point if they don't um depending on the type of game they're playing either nothing happens or they lose a point stuff like that um It's fun. It's fun. Uh, The main character is like a short, nerdy kid who loves trivia, especially um, like classic literature trivia Hmm. and stuff like that. Well, you'd expect that from a show Um, like
1: this. For him to be like that.
2: Um, And he gets, you know, at the opening ceremony, uh, the present of the uh, quiz bowl, um, What's the the word for not a club? Association? Uh or, I guess. I've,
1: not uh, a club. Yeah, I
2: don't know, a group. They they don't have enough people to be called a club. Oh, so Yeah, I have no idea. Um association works yeah. for me. Yeah. So the the president goes up there and holds like a little mock thing during like the the sc- school introduction assembly for all these clubs and stuff like that and uh, the kid goes up there and you know manages to beat everyone to the buzzer and gets the thrill out of answering a question right.
3: Hmm.
2: Um, so with the, you know, insistence of this girl named uh, Mari uh, Fukami, who is a huge quiz bowl nut and uh, super cute. Um, he decides to join, the, join the quiz bowl club association group thing. Um, I don't know. It's not like, I don't think there's any super deep story beats to, you know, hammer home for like for other shows, but it's it's an enjoyable show. And if you like trivia, if you like watching game shows, um, I think this one is definitely kind of uh, scratching that itch for me. Um, is it kind of like... Mari Fukami, the like... what it, Was it
1: kind of like sports and shonen-esque and that like there's like practice and the practice pays off and matches Is like that. Something we can expect. Kind
2: of, I mean, we're only at episode four or whatever, so it's, it's hard to tell, you know, where exactly it's going, but they do have like a kind of a funny bit. Like they can't afford their, uh, their group can't afford the buzzers that are used for quiz bowl. So they practice on a calculator. Um, <laughs> And then, you know, they actually get to go up against another school in like a practice match and they get to use the, you know, the, the buzzers and, uh, their teamwork, you know, gets put on display as they train together and stuff like that. So, and they're all kind of like specialized in different areas. Um, so it's, it, it is kind of that, you know, the, the shown in sports kind of style of, uh, Of anime, but I I imagine this one's only going to be 12 episodes as opposed to others. Right on. Which run longer. Um, My favorite thing about this show, though, is that uh, Mari Fukami's voice actress, Umika Kawashima, this is her first role in an anime, and her voice is fantastic. Nice. Uh, Like immediately upon hearing it, I was like, I've never heard this voice before. But it is awesome. So it's really cool to kind of hear new talent. Right, right. Something uh, to look forward to in in future seasons too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, I enjoy it. Um, It's not going to blow anyone away. But if you like trivia and quizzes, give it a look. Right on. Yeah. Uh, Uh, I'm excited for this one.
1: (laughs) I'm glad you are. (laughs) Uh, So the next show is one I drafted. uh, And I sorely regret that. It is Fox Spirit Matchmaker Which was a 13 episode ONA in China That is now getting uh, Adapted two years after its release Um, It is Baffling Okay Where to begin (laughs) So A monk um, By the name of uh, Yuechu Bai Or Bai Yuechu However you say his name um, is kind of trying to get away from uh, a a match that's been made with him. Uh, then the match that was made for him was uh, a fox spirit. Similarly, the fox spirit is trying to get away from uh, the match with him. Uh, her name is uh, Tushan Susu, and yeah, these are very Chinese names. Um, and. They wind up together, not realizing that they're the people that are matched together. And and they're currently trying to bring together a couple uh, that were... How do you say this? They're, they're reincarnations of former lovers. Uh, in this uh-huh. world, uh, you go to a fox spirit and give them an item, and the, the fox spirit splits the item in two and when you die and come back to come back to life, you have the other half of that item, so they know, you know, who their loved one was. Um which is a really funny side story, I guess odd side story. a woman in Cambodia recently was convinced that a calf was her dead husband and now sleeps with a calf in her bed. <laughs> so this oh is a God. this is a thing that happens. Um but yeah because because spirits are like like have really long lives. They do like whenever they fall in love with humans, they do this so that they can find their human lover again, uh, and remarry them. Um the story is like that that based on that story it's kind of interesting because you'd think, oh cool. So they go around like kind of a, a couple detective. Uh first off, the fox spirit is very young looking and the monk is really scummy. Like why is just like the worst person. He's really cheap uh, to the point of absurdity is has, well, not literally, but probably would steal candy from a baby considering he is really into candy to uh, again, an absurd degree. Um, he, yeah. And so they're, they are trying to bring together this sand fox spirit and his reincarnated lover but she wants nothing to do with him, and she's a horrid gold digger and well, this sand fox spirit is terrifically poor uh which is like it's a weird message to send um
0: <laughs> well, this is a show that's just full of all of the like worst scum of society yeah, well and
1: then and then it's just they they have these really dramatic moments um like for example we're we're starting to see into the past of this gold digging chick who's uh uh it, she was like a great warrior back in the day and and uh, all this stuff and uh like you get all these these dramatic moments like seeing her past with the 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 sand fox guy and uh and then it's just completely undercut by the weirdest slapstick comedy and just the worst animation it's really kind of Looney Tunes-esque when they go into like their slapstick comedy. Um and super immature. Uh it it also has this very strange uh opening theme that's like again, the opening theme is super dramatic. If you watch just the opening theme, you think, wow, this is a really serious show. And then you watch, you know, the main character Like jealously hoard a mound of candy from his eventual bride, who's like eight years old, well, eight year old looking.
0: So it's just,
1: and then like yeah, just and then to top off the show, there's an ending theme, and then a cut to next time, and then the ending theme continues. Because these used to be, I think these used to be shorts, like, you know, half episodes that they just put, like, mashed together, and they didn't bother to take anything out of them. They just mashed the episodes together. Uh, Huh. Yeah, it is one of the worst things I've ever seen. The only, like, well, A, the only reason I'm I'm still watching it is because I have to, uh, because I drafted it, but... The only thing that would even remotely keep me interested if this wasn't a show I drafted would be the very, very small bits of the past we get to see and like the kind of drama like around the not even the main characters like the main characters are a side note. We barely see them except for when they're a being shitty or b vaguely helping out the heroes. Well, okay, not even heroes, the people they're trying to um, match together um i can't at all recommend this show uh it is honestly one of the dumbest things i've ever seen in anime oh, and God. i've seen Popotan. uh so <laughs> if you don't know what that is don't look it up but looking it up <laughs> it's it's really bad and kind of leaves a bad taste in my mouth for Chinese animation which is a shame because I really do still want to go back and watch that um, the esports show that was on last season but after watching yeah. this I'm like this is the worst thing I've ever seen Uh I'd have to think this this might this at the end of this season I mean spoiler alert this is go- probably going to get the worst uh, rating of the season barring anything going terribly ro- terribly 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 wrong in other shows um, and this might be the lowest score I give, period, to anything ever. Sweet. Because I haven't reviewed Popotan yet because I refuse to go back and watch that piece of shit. Anyway,
2: <laughs>
0: now I feel a little better. Got that up. I just got some feedback from my girlfriend that the cutest summer character post has too many to pick from.
2: There are
1: a lot. <laughs> <laughs> there are.
0: Tell your girlfriend I said, deciding. get
1: good. Don't tell her that. Don't tell her that. <laughs> oh, She's Yandere. She might kill me. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I'm not allowed to tell you what he said because he knows you're Yandere.
2: <laughs> Just vote for Hifumi. <laughs> yeah. Oh
1: no. Oh. Eh, okay. <laughs> I, Anyways. Yes. Moving on. Please let's moving let's on. move on uh, to another one of my shows. But Logan's also watching this one. Uh the next show is Gamers, which I'm enjoying immensely more. Um the show <laughs> revolves around I need to get away from that. I had the show revolves around uh Don't mess with We're <laughs> Revolves around Kato Amano, who is um <laughs> he's uh like a gamer and a nerd, you know, very typical anime feared nerd human being. But He's invited into the gaming club by Karen Tendo, uh, who is, like, I guess the school... School Idol. Yeah, there you go, School Idol. And um, she wants him to become part of the game club. But the game club, it seems to him, is more focused on, you know, like, kind of the sports anime. let's keep training, let's be the best kind of thing. Whereas he's like, I just want to play for fun. This is purely a fun thing for me. Uh, So what do you call it yeah he 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 blows her off and then Tando develops the <laughs> a huge crush on him well not just from that but you know eventually over the course of time and getting to know him uh and around him other people kind of start to come out of their shell or i guess um either come out of their shell or or um become more sociable in the case of uh, one classmate of his uh, Tasuku uh, Urehara uh, he kind of comes out of his shell and that he's he's not ashamed anymore eventually after after his little arc with Keita uh, to admit he enjoys video games although he's not as um, ridiculously uh, addicted to gaming as Keita is or uh, Chiaki uh, Hoshinomori who kind of comes out of her shell or becomes a little bit more sociable after her little arc with Keita. But other than that, it's kind of hard to see where this show is going. Uh, It, it seems that the main focus is supposed to be Keita becoming part of the gamers club, or at least that's what I, that's what my understanding was. But as of episode four, where we're at now, I am not entirely sure that's the case. What do you think? (laughs) Uh,
2: I would agree. It's, kind of hard to tell um mm. especially like episode three kind of ends on a big cliffhanger that could have you know serious uh repercussions for some of the characters oh, in the yeah. show <laughs> and then episode and, four uh, and then episode four is like a pseudo filler episode of the life of karen tendo before and after meeting and see, I really enjoyed that how episode. she has ruined her life. Oh, it was it was a fantastic episode. I loved but it was it. so out of place. Yeah,
1: it was so strange. <laughs> it could have been it, so that strange. could have been like an OVA episode or an episode later in the series when nothing was happening. Yeah. But like episode yeah. three, it's like, huh, that's problematic. And episode four, it's like, what uh, uh, what happened over here? So what? happened? Yeah. Yeah. what's <laughs> going on with uh, Uehara, Agati, and and uh, and Chiaki? Like, what's and going what? on there? Yeah. Yeah,
2: guess we find out next week. Next time
1: on maybe. Gamers, yeah, maybe we'll see. Next time, maybe. Uh, um, <laughs> there's, there's not really a whole but, lot else to say. It, it is uh, yeah. very romantic comedy esque, uh, in that you know all the little characters are are interested in each other, but you know, in typical romance comedy fashion, this plays up the um, how do you say it. Um, miscommunication to like 11 mm-hmm. Like there is so much Miscommunication in this show uh, Keita is constantly Saying things that trigger Karen to think that he's Into other girls um, yeah. Whereas the same with Uehara f- freaking- mm-hmm. yeah. Uehara will say Stuff to Agadi or to say Stuff to other girls that make Agati jealous But at the same time he'll say stuff to Chiaki That makes her think he's into her And it's like you guys are really bad At reading the room <laughs>
2: Yeah, like it it's makes me wanna bang my head against yeah, the wall. Yeah, it,
1: it is it's
2: it's like get a clue. It's
1: funny, but at the same time it's frustrating.
2: <laughs> yeah. Even in the uh the synopsis on my anime list it says this is a story filled with a nonstop sequence of comedy scenes and misunderstandings. Yeah, yeah for sure.
1: It it's it I I feel it in the say in that same boat, like that kind of thing is for me is in the same boat as watching sports tournaments in in a sports anime, as much as I really like them, it's frustrating for me to see the, like, because it's, you know, it's kind of like the, the, the players you're rooting for are always on the back foot in those kind of situations. It's the same here. Uh-huh. Like, I like watching it, but at the same time, it's frustrating as shit because I just want them to win. Or in this case, I just want them to understand each other. <laughs> yeah.
2: And I don't know... You know, I don't know how things are going to go. I literally have no yeah. idea. I, like, sometimes you can tell, like, you know, oh, I think things are still going to be fine. But I really have no yeah. idea how things are going to go. So. It's a,
1: it's going to be a crapshoot. It, it really is. Whether or yeah. not this show has a developing plot or whether or not they're just like, hey, we're just going to cover this person today.
2: Because fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Episode twelve, we get the resolution to the cliffhanger in episode three. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, remember that thing way back in episode three?
1: No, no, I don't. The season's almost over. Yeah. I'm getting ready to watch Love Live. What? Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, if if you're if you don't mind that kind of misunderstanding, this is a really funny comedy. But if it,
2: it's got a lot of style. Oh too. yeah, for
1: sure. Oh and if you like Let games. me let me just mention yeah if you like games and the OP is for you the OP is so good <laughs> in that it references so many games but one of my favorites is they did they did player unknown's battleground uh which i just recently found out is really big in Japan um uh, i've been watching a lot of like youtube videos of of uh people who do you know like who show like their good games and player knows battleground but yeah they they reference that one they reference um smash brothers uh, i'm blanking on the rest of it uh, but yeah go watch the op the op is yeah. fantastic um so yeah i'll be continuing to watch that one uh and you should probably watch it with me because um it's good please it's fun. It's-
2: <laughs> and karen's cute no matter what VTag says
1: yeah karen is pretty damn cute i agree uh, so the next show is seriously nobody watching this one.
2: <laughs> I want to. It's just okay. I, I won't time to lie. i it.
1: uh. Let's see. I'm on Crunchyroll here. We do all our research at Anime Arcade well beforehand. Uh, I'm two episodes behind oh, yes. on In Another mm-hmm. World with My Smartphone. However, I can give you a little bit of a synopsis. Um, we get Toya, who is dead spoilers uh yeah he dies and uh uh god brings him into his little sitting room because god has a very neat little sitting room um and he tells him uh my bad you uh you actually weren't supposed to die so i'm going to resurrect you in another world uh that has magic and uh, you go ahead and and tell me what you want to bring. And because Toya is so agreeable, God's like, all right, well, cool. I'm just going to make you super OP too, because you're such a nice kid. Uh, Toya decides to bring his smartphone and God agrees to let him like use it. He can magically charge it. He has essentially access to apps that let him know what's going on in the world that nobody could possibly know because he's in a fantasy (sighs) world with like a medieval theme. So, you know, of course, information travels on horseback and he's got it. First question <laughs> I had, first question I had about I this it. show is that how does you have he question right now? Go ahead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> how does he charge his smartphone magic. in this world?
3: Okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. Yep. Uh, oh, by the way, he
1: has uh, there are several different types of magic. He can use all of them.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so okay. Are you listening, God? If you want, you know, <laughs> you- I'd be okay with you know this. You know, I'm just saying. If Have if you're me.
1: listening, God, I could use a harem and like a billion dollars.
2: Yeah, that too. and a penthouse. Well, that's pretty much what this guy has, right? From what I've seen. Oh, on so
1: yeah, essentially, he's he's going around the country. Uh, he he winds up um like on the road, and he meets up with uh Els and Lins... Um. Ooh, that last name Silhoeska uh who are hmm. sisters traveling around they're both uh, adventurers and uh they agree to go with him on a uh on an adventure they, they form a little party and yeah so on the way on on their little adventure he is essentially collecting girls um who help him in his fight he, they they got uh Koko Kokonoe <coughs> who is essentially Japanese and she's on this continent uh, trying to become a better swordsman. Uh, I'm not sure when the other ones are coming because, again, I'm two episodes behind. But, (laughs) yeah, this show is not terribly deep. (laughs) Even I'm willing to say, like, you know, full disclosure, I love Sword Art Online. I really do. I love that show, Mm -hmm. no matter what anyone says. But this guy, to Mm -hmm. me, feels like a little much, and Kirito didn't to me. Uh until the later <laughs> seasons. But that's neither here nor there. Uh this guy seems like way too much. He is essentially the opiest OP character outside of who is that God character again? Um
2: Oh um uh, from the Yeah, regular it's, medical um, high school. I can't remember. Yeah, his I can't name. remember his name either.
1: Sorry. Someone Jesus. someone's yelling at their computer right now. I'm sorry. I've been drinking. I'm drinking water right now. I promise next time I won't be drink. I don't promise that. I'm sorry. I can't promise that. Um but yeah. So he's super OP and uh he collects girls on his adventure and uh god rings him every now and again. Not a lie.
0: Tatsuya. Tatsuya. tatsuya thank you. Tatsuya.
2: Yes. So yeah, okay. yeah, I definitely want to check this one out. It's not, it's it not terrible, like but it's definitely kind of not,
1: not the best thing I've ever seen, and it's probably not yeah. going to get a great score for me at the end of the season. <laughs> um, next okay. one, George Yeah,
2: uh, no one drafted this one, um, but I have been watching it. I'm a couple episodes behind on this one as well. Uh, like Carlos is on in another world with my smartphone, uh, and this is Katsugeki Token Rambu. Um, Sword Boys in the Anime. Uh, it's done by Ifutable or UFO Table, however, people like to say that. Um, and it's based on a uh, web game similar to Konkale, um, as far as I'm aware. Sword Boys. Sword Boys. Um, I don't know, like through the first three episodes that I've seen, um, the story doesn't make a whole lot of sense they these sword people get these so these guys these sword boys are the like living uh souls of swords um and they get summoned to certain time periods to help maintain history, make sure that no events happen from this other group. Um, like this other groups trying to uh alter history, and it's just like so far, like the bad guy is shadowy muscle men with swords or
1: skeletons, yeah.
2: Um, yeah, or skeletons, yeah. Um, so I have heard that things maybe get explained later on, like episode five, maybe. So I'm definitely gonna have to catch up and check it out. But uh, story wise, through the first three episodes, not a whole lot there. Um, really, really good action though. Uh, you know, excels in that, uh, that area. Uh, the animation is fantastic. Probably, you know, one of the better looking animes this season, in my opinion. Uh, but I don't know. It's not necessarily, you know, grabbing my attention, um, as to why I'm a couple episodes behind, uh, but I am going to keep up with it. So I don't know if you like action, if you like Yifotable this one a look. if you play the game too um, I
1: mean I'm sure theres there's got to be some people game, and yeah. if you play the game there's I don't I don't know why you're you're listening to a recommendation you probably already
2: are watching it yeah you probably um, I I'm, I only watched but, episode uh, one yeah. I'll be
1: watching I'll probably try and catch up with this one um because it did look interesting and I really like you know historical type stuff but uh mm-hmm. but yeah I after watching the first one where where essentially the they killed the the shadowy guys I, that's the first thing uh, I thought was, okay, so this is going to be like a conclave thing where if you don't play the game, a lot of this isn't going no to make
3: sense to you.
2: Yeah, and it's like the, the bad guy, oh man, it has like some really dumb name. Oh, what are they called? Like the, I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's pretty bad. It's like the the, the World Revisionist or something like that. I don't know. Oh,
1: that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're um, It's not great. Uh yeah like historical revisionists are the the enemy which yeah, I agree I know, they are yeah. pretty bad people but you know I mean killing them a sort I was, no
2: <laughs> <laughs> Oh no time retrograde time re- ar-
1: yes 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 time retrograde army It's not, not it great sounds in like uh my opinion I yeah, <laughs> I don't know uh if if you if you dig <laughs> that kind of stuff good on yeah
2: yeah
1: Uh There you go. So after Token Rambu, yeah, um, the next one we have is Knights and Magic, which is another one that was not picked up. But uh, me and Logan are watching it. Logan, are you caught up on this one? I am not, unfortunately. Um, essentially, (laughs) a Japanese. I think he's like a programmer. Uh, who is also a huge uh gunpla, yeah, mech gunpla fan. Um, is killed he, he gets hit by a car or something And when he's reborn He still has all his memories He's reborn in a fantasy world uh, As Ernesti Ekevarria, uh, A very small You know, boy uh, And early on in his life He finds out that this fantasy world Has mechs, powered by magic And this makes him Incredibly Happy because now he gets to actually pilot a mech and so at a very young age he works his way through school uh, Proving to his teachers that he is well beyond his years in terms of uh, Studying and stuff because it turns out magic and uh, The mechs and all that stuff is essentially just like programming question mark Uh, So he he moves up the ranks really really quickly And due to uh, unforeseen events with some monsters in the kingdom, uh, he is able to actually pilot and impress the uh, local monarch um, that, you know, and show them that, hey, I'm really good at this. I know what I'm doing. And so now he is trying to learn uh, the secrets of the, I, I forget what it's called, like the core of the mech yeah, um, Because like the, the manufacturing Of the core of the mech The thing that makes it move And like feeds off all the mana and stuff Is supposedly like a really closely held Military secret And so he's trying to impress the king enough By building like the best mech um, To Show that he deserves the right To learn this state secret e- Even if he's a kid uh, That's where we're at right now uh, There are undertones of subterfuge from possible other countries, their spies and stuff like that. So um, you know, it it definitely has the the feel of the the of a mech series with the the political intrigue and all that stuff. It's just, you know, Ernesti himself is a very cutesy (laughs) character as of like a a little boy. He looks like a little girl. Um and uh he's fawned over by by the other girls from his class who are very smitten with him um or at least two of them are uh i don't know there's not really a whole lot else to say about this it's it's yeah it's actually one it's, of the better mech shows i've seen in a long time mm-hmm. But then i don't really go out looking for mech so saying yeah. that's kind of like saying this is the best beer i've <laughs> had and i haven't had beer in like 20 <laughs> I years think,
2: i think it's a an accessible mech show Whereas others are kind of uh, heavy on the like either political or technical aspects. This one's kind of like, yo, I like mechs. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. There's not really a whole lot to this, like to like uh, uh, talking about like specifications and stuff like that either. I mean, they kind of do, but it's very easy to understand. I'm going to put two extra arms on the back. Cool. Got it. Know what he's doing.
2: And like, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, you know, this whole how this w- world works with these mechs. Because he, like, when he he pilots the mech against this giant monster that they're fighting or whatever, he basically like sticks his gun into like the control oh, port or whatever, wraps yeah. some cables around his arm, <laughs> and all of a sudden he's able to pilot yeah. this thing with precision. Uh, I don't it know. is
1: pretty. I, you have to suspend. Just don't take it too seriously. You have to suspend disbelief quite yeah. a bit. But to be fair. It's a mech show set in a fantasy world. If your if your disbelief uh-huh. isn't already suspended, you're on PCB. What are you doing um, yeah. <laughs> okay. um, um, yeah, I don't
2: know. It's it's fine. It's fun. I enjoy it. Yeah, so. no, it's
1: it surprised me how much how much I enjoyed the show, uh, or how much I am enjoying the show. I should say, since <laughs> we're not this is the review podcast. Um, and if you like mech. I think this will be right up your alley. But even if you don't like, if you just like action, this is pretty cool.
2: Yeah. Uh, yep. I just wish he didn't look so much like a girl. <laughs> well, maybe he'll grow out of it. No, I doubt uh, it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Probably not. They seem to really. They seem to really like <laughs> that character style, and that's fine. Uh, the, yeah. the what do you call it? Uh, the other two females like him too, and that doesn't bug yeah. me. They're pretty great. So yeah, Nice and Magic. Go watch it. Yeah.
2: Next up on the list is one of my picks, uh, "Love and Lies" or "Koi to Uso," um, and this is the story of um, Yukari Nejima uh, and the world in which he lives, where um, at the age of sixteen, everyone is assigned a marriage partner uh, by the government uh, through this system called, I think it's called the Yukari system. Red String Science. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Red String Science, yeah. Um, And so he has a crush on uh, Misaki Takasaki um, and the night before he turns 16, he tells her to meet him in the park and he, they kind of have a conversation. He confesses his love to her um and they end up uh, kissing because she likes him as well. Uh, but the clock strikes midnight and he gets an email that, for a split second, says that Misaki was his uh, assigned marriage partner, but then, like, auto-corrects to this other girl named uh, Ririna Um, and then these, it's kind of creepy. Uh, that these two government officials kind of like walk up out of nowhere and give him his papers saying that, uh, he's been assigned this marriage partner and that he has to marry her. And it's kind of the, the story of the relationship between these, uh, three people and another guy, um, Yusuke, his, uh, his best friend, yeah, Yusuke and Nisaka, um, as they kind of try to figure out, you know, their emotions and their feelings for each other. And what the hell they're going to do. And the conseq- yeah. And the consequences for potential actions down the line. Um, Cause I don't know, this world is kind of fascinating to me. Um, the whole idea of assigned marriages uh, at the age of 16. And you know what that means, like what, what is love, what's allowed. Um, and you know they're kind of uh exploring that kind of stuff, so I'm really really enjoying mm-hmm. it um and I hope just that things go well for everyone. yeah i
1: i am not sure if it's going to see a happy ending. yeah no it it's very clear that that the main character is kind of uh clueless in a lot of senses uh so
2: not as clueless as other no not for sure but
1: but you know he is clueless to certain things and um, yes I hope that it all gets resolved uh, I will say that as much as I like Misaki I think Misaki's a great character I love Ririna mm-hmm. I think she's great yeah, in that because like, she's a kind of the kind of character who's like yeah we're assigned to each other but you love this person so you should I, be with that person yeah and I'm like yeah good mm-hmm. for you <laughs> Um, yeah
2: <laughs> but I think you know uh, I don't know are you all caught up yeah
1: the most recent episode with the camping trip yeah yeah mm-hmm.
2: yeah, yeah I don't know I think she's you know slowly
1: well she, she's going to have to there, there's yeah there's going her. to be there's yeah. going to be a um, a conflict there has to be and but to be yeah. fair if there is a conflict it won't be her fault it's use case fault after, sure. after the most recent episode yeah. and his little talk with her. Um, so, yeah. Oh, my God. If if yeah. you are interested in drama and romance and little tiny bits of comedy. I mean, and I will say that at first I was a little put off by the character designs. But after different. a while, you know, you get used to it. And it's, it's actually stylistically like this is you come to it week to week expecting it. So it doesn't really yeah. put you off as much.
2: And I would say the romance is pretty solid. In this Yeah, one. for sure. Like there's actually progression in the relationships. There's um, just the fear
1: that, so, you know, some of them are going to have to end. So,
2: yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Uh, uh it's, it's really exciting. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. To see where things are. It's going also to go, on, so. on
1: Amazon Strike. <laughs> For those of you who yeah. can't access that, I am terribly sorry. Maybe you should become an Esper. Um <laughs> <laughs> <Join> <laughs> <Carl> and <laughs> Jeff. So Okay. yeah. Uh the next show is one that nobody got right. Which is nope. a damn shame because Maiden Abyss is fantastic. I'm just
0: gonna lead that way. Um <laughs> it good. That's good to hear, because this one definitely, I, I was worried about it for the art style, but that's about it. It, it looks yeah. interesting. Well, stylistically,
1: interesting. It, it, I mean, and this is what a lot of people are telling me, and, and I 100% agree, it feels like a Ghibli film. Um, wow. It uh, it follows uh, Rico, who is an orphan, and she's an orphan in a, an area where uh, when you're young, you're taught how to dive into... Uh, the Abyss um, They live in a city that is surround That surrounds a crater And down in the crater There are several levels With horrible monsters and all this stuff But also f- like fantastic treasure So like Their heroes are all Like divers like People who go down into this Abyss uh, One such was Rico's mother Who is believed to be dead But at this point in the story I guess spoiler spoilers um, She thinks mm-hmm. that she's alive so she's she's gonna go down and find her. Uh they find a odd uh boy automaton creature named Regu, who is for the most part human but has machine parts, and they find out that Regu uh lived in the abyss. Now, the abyss is also somewhat of an, o- an anomaly in that uh humans can't go down too far without being coming like violently sick. Um disoriented like the people who dive to the deepest depths, like Rico's mother have been like are attuned to it or you know accustomed to it but you know more often than not if you dive like so far down there's a people believe there's like a 50 50 chance you're just going to die down there because they never come back so it's interesting to see or it was interesting to see at first the build-up for this world and now that we're getting into it, mm-hmm. it's going to be even more so uh, to see the abyss, because uh, like in that first episode, you get like a little taste of like a, a odd creature that attacks Rico, um, and now we're gonna get to see you know the farther depths as Rico searches for her mom uh, and see you know tries to see what's going on down there. Um, what do you think of it thus far, Logan?
2: I've only seen the first episode, uh, but it does look fantastic uh, visually. Um, I'm not crazy about the character designs. Um, they have a very distinct kind of squarish style mm-hmm. to them. It's
1: kind of, it's almost like Minecraft characters, uh, which I guess works yeah. considering they're going down into a mine.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, so that is going to take a little bit of uh, getting used to to me, but the world seems very fascinating. Um the fact that this orphanage that all these kids are in is making them go into this pit to
1: dig up treasures themselves.
2: Yeah. Is uh kind of disturbing and interesting. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious to see, you know, just where everything's gonna go. Um so I do want to, you know, I that's just my opinion on the first episode and I definitely want to watch more um when I get around to this
1: show for sure has my seal of approval. Um, I would recommend it to anybody who
3: mm-hmm.
1: a likes Ghibli films, as I've alluded to before, or B is interested in, in mystery and, and stuff like that. And if, you know, there's definitely not, you know, these are, these are kid characters. It's, you know, they're, I think like yeah. seven or eight. So there's no like
3: mm-hmm.
1: heavy romance or anything. This is strictly no. an adventure. It's
3: pure
2: adventure. And yeah. If you
1: like that kind of stuff and, you're really, really going to love this show. And I'm already really loving it. I can't wait to see how it ends. Um, and go watch it. Again, Anime Strike.
2: Yeah, Anime mm-hmm. Strike, yeah.
1: Uh, okay. Made in the best. Fantastic. Yours. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Uh, okay. Next show is Hajimete no Gal, or My First Girlfriend is a Gal, or Gyaru. Um, so we start out the show with uh, Junichi Hashiba. I didn't know his last name was Hachi, but I just known as Junichi, <laughs> um, who is, you know, a loser to school. Uh, first episode, we see just about everybody is at school except for him and his little group of horrid people. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, they uh, are all, you know, loners. They don't have girlfriends themselves. Lamenting this, his friends uh, uh, hold him like kind of hold him hostage while they deliver a love letter to a gyaru named uh Yukana Yame um and Yukana or I'm sorry well they call her Yame so Yame is um despite being you know a gyaru and and all these you know uh Junichi and his friend have these preconceived notions about that she is uh you know very insecure and shy uh despite her outward you know brashness um so when she gets the love letter she you know goes to see who this person is and junichi begs her to uh go out with him and she uh says yes and so the show kind of becomes uh uh junichi trying to be in a relationship with what he believes Yame is, you know, this really brash and bold girl who's probably got a lot of experience and, you know, romance and sex and all this stuff, but in in reality, he's in a relationship with a typical high school girl who's probably still a virgin. Um it's it's a fun show in that like when whenever it's you know, Junichi and and Yame together or mm-hmm. Yeah, Like, one of the the uh, one of the girls uh, around Yame, like, Ronko, who uh, is in love with Yame, or we haven't really gotten a whole lot of Nene, who is, like, Junichi's childhood friend, or Yui, who is, like, one of the outwardly really nice girls, but inward, she's, like, she's got, like, a super princess complex. However, they are... <laughs> like a huge black mark on the show in chunichi's friends who are unfortunately damn in man. a lot of the episodes and they're super annoying you have uh the guy with glasses Shimpei, who's just like obnoxiously loud about you know the perverse stuff which whatever but it's it's like it's too much like you know every now and again would be fine but it's Every episode, it's
2: so in yeah. your face. Yeah. Uh,
1: then you have Kago, who is, I mean, he's just kind of there. He's kind of perverse, yeah, but like he's just stuck in in that group. I don't see him as a major problem. He's just you know annoying, no. kind of. But then you have Minoru, who his only gag is that he's into elementary school girls, and it he says it all they're like. Every time his character has a line of dialogue, it's about how into elementary school girls he is to the point where Kago in the last episode says, dude, turn yourself in, which I agree. We don't need this character. We don't need any of the friends. Really. Kago could say why the shit not. But the other two need to leave because I really can't stand them. I'm hoping that over because we're only in episode what, like four at this point. I'm hoping yeah. that over the next few episodes, they f- largely phase out the friend characters because they are doing nothing for me. Um,
2: Whenever they appear on screen, I fast forward. I just skip whatever parts they're in because I yeah. cannot stand their uh, being in a scene. It's just un unwatchable. Yeah, it,
1: it is. It is pretty annoying, and like. Like I said, I've I've seen shows like etchy shows like this with with characters like that, but they're always like regulated to the background, and then eventually you almost don't see them anymore. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, but in this one, we're four episodes in, and and they've taken up entirely too much screen time. Um,
2: yeah, the rest of the show is great. Whenever Junichi and Yame are together mm-hmm. alone, fantastic. yeah.
1: yeah. So. Hopefully that gets sorted out. I would recommend it if you like edgy, because uh, it's still pretty good mm-hmm. in in that sense. And the comedy is pretty good. Yeah, it's hitting it's hitting the marks for me because I enjoy that kind of lewd humor. Uh,
2: mm-hmm. I, uh censorship. Oh, <laughs> the
1: censorship is actually really good. Uh, I went and I I found yeah, I funny. found the uncensored version and I watched it. Not a whole lot of difference, and kind of better with the censorship, honestly. Especially in the yeah. first episode. Um. Anyway. Uh, the ED yeah. is actually one of my favorites For the season as well I, I like the, the the song And I especially like the way it starts It's pretty great The, the OP is pretty great too You know I haven't really been mentioning OPs and EDs Oh well <laughs> um, So yeah My first girlfriend is a gal uh, Etchy comedy goodness Go watch it if you are so inclined Next show Logan
2: Next show is my number one pick Of the season and that is Woo-hoo. new game confetti explosions yeah gunfire um, because yay. we're in america yeah. that's
1: what we do in america
2: yeah fire yeah. guns D- don't question don't it fireworks don't, yeah. yeah um <laughs> new game season two i guess is new game exclamation
1: point exclamation point I'll
2: just, <laughs> yeah, yeah two exclamation points um it's more new game uh they completed their you know, spoilers i guess for the first season they completed their game in in the first season it was a huge success and now we kind of get to see um all of these girls kind of go through the early stages the early creative processes of um pitching games um designing you know prototype art uh prototype kind of like you know 3d animation um, all all of these kinds of things and the, the process which they have to go through, um, getting, you know, things approved and determining who's going to do what. Um, it has been fan-freaking-tastic to have these girls back. Um,
1: yeah, for sure.
2: Uh, yeah, like the i guess the, the kind of the main story beats uh in these first few episodes is um who is going to play what role in this new game um with Alba uh competing with others including uh Ko to be the uh character designer for the for the show and uh how that competition kind of affects the uh, relationships within the group um
1: fumi getting getting a promotion yeah just Hifumi, a lot of yep. characters moving Hifumi around character
2: yeah. lead yeah um and it's just like to see these girls grow um in their roles and as people it's just immensely satisfying and fun um Hifumi, uh, excuse me, Hifumi, especially to kind of see her breaking out of her shell and you know doing stuff that she never would have done in the first season. It's just I don't know. It like <laughs> I feel like a a proud I don't know boyfriend dad. I don't even know. That's a proud those person. are two completely different
1: yeah. things, Logan. I know
2: <laughs> completely different things, but I assume it's a, a similar kind of a, a feeling. Just you if. I don't know. I'm, I'm yeah. losing it. I'm losing uh, I'll pick it, it up. right now. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, yeah.
1: it, it's it is it is like you said. It's great to to see them. Um, it like like develop as characters. I didn't wasn't expecting mm-hmm. kind of any really development when I first watched the original new game. But now, like you said, like Hifumi's becoming like coming out of her shell. Um, uh, where she, before she was like intensely shy. Like you got to that little moment uh, in one of the more recent episodes where she actually asked to go out to lunch with everybody and everyone was just Uh like shocked beyond belief. Um, Or Alba. Yeah. Like you said, uh, uh, putting her hat in the ring for, for becoming character designer and, and uh, um, co having to deal with someone like actually one upping her in her own like little game. So it's, it's great to see that the characters didn't stay static and they weren't just like, here's more of the same characters that are, haven't changed at all Mm -hmm. since the first season, because you know, you love that first season so much. It's great to see, uh, they were like, all right, we're going to put some thought into like, even, even Nene, who is not even on the staff anymore is working. Like we get to see little bits of her working hard in college to learn how to make games herself. Um, so, like, yeah. like, special attention is paid for just about every character to grow a little bit. I mean, it's not the most yep. groundbreaking development you'll ever see, no. but it, it's nice in a slice of life comedy uh, and really unexpected because I was honestly just expecting yeah. here's more of the same characters doing more of the same stuff that you saw them doing in the first season. Although we are kind of getting that with, like, and- like Umiko and, and Shizuku, like, the whole head forehead flick thing. But I still yeah. find that funny, and
2: they're not—they're not, yeah, they're not yeah, me too, me main too.
1: characters in the slightest. So, no,
2: but uh, man, they are really uh, pushing the ships hard. Uh, oh yeah, for well. sure.
1: Yeah, much much harder <laughs> than the last season. Uh, uh, the whole girls being cute around girls thing is uh, is in full display. I'm kind of curious what they're going to do with this game, though, because the last game seemed like a more serious type RPG affair. Uh, It was real interesting. But the the, this game seems like more cutesy, and I kind of wonder if New Game would venture into the realm of a failed video game or a canceled video game. Oof! I'd be Hmm. real interested to see that. I mean, they
2: have mentioned mentioned that kind of stuff. Like, you know, what happens if uh, they don't get approval? And, you know, they can't make a game without funding.
1: I I I kind of wonder.
2: That would would be Mm -hmm. devastating. Well, yeah, it
1: would be, but it it would be kind of, like, at at the same time, you know, all of them being sad that their game didn't make it, it would be kind of cool to see them grow in that way as well. Especially Alba, who's new, who's never seen that before, whereas, like, people like Ko and Hifumi have probably already... And, like, the frustration, too. I mean, Umiko is...
2: I I say we save that for... (laughs)
1: Umiko's, like, like already freaking out about... um, the programming in the game and like the game isn't even nearly complete yet. So yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Changing yeah. specs. Yeah. So it's, it's more new game. It's more, mm-hmm. more new game. Yep.
1: Cannot complain. So
2: exactly.
1: Okay. Um, cool. Hey, Jeff, are, are you ready <laughs> to talk about Yuri? <laughs> sure, man. I'm excited about this one. Cause the next show is, Netzozo Trap, or NTR, Net, Netzozo Trap, which is a uh, not a show that anyone picked. It's a short. Uh,
0: it is a... Uh, it's like an eight-and-a-half-minute yeah, short, right? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I'm used to shorts being like three-and-a-half minutes, so it's kind of Sh- neat to see are these getting shorts longer. that are like ten. Yeah, which I kind of like. Uh, I mean, it's hard to put anything worthwhile in like a three-minute it uh It's based on a manga uh, that I...
1: That I uh, got myself into and now can't get myself out of. Um, <laughs> and it follows uh, Yuma, Yuma uh, Okazaki, and as uh, she's in a relationship with uh, a young man, excuse me, hiccup, uh, named Takeda. And her best friend, uh, Hoturu, um, is in a relationship with uh, Fujiwara. But Hoturu likes to mess around with Yuma. Uh, in the most Yuri sense possible uh, kissing her and all that stuff and this of course throws poor Yuma for a loop because she's confused and probably maybe a lesbian because she's not really into Takeda himself uh, as a matter of fact the first kiss she has with him she notices how much different it is from Hotaru. Um, yeah so uh, essentially for those of you who don't know what Neterari is I'm vastly envious of your ignorance uh but yeah so essentially essentially what it is is hotaru is is stealing yuma away from takeda and that's what netarare is in the most basic sense um don't follow or ntr i guess that's what yeah that's what uh, ntr is is netarare uh for god's sakes despite what i've said before don't show that to your children (laughs) Don't even show it to yourself. It's pretty depressing in some cases, in many yeah. cases.
0: Yeah. I mean, in this case, it hasn't gotten to the point where I'm really feeling for Takeda, but I am feeling for Takeda. It's a pretty terrible situation for yeah. him as a character. Yeah, he really does
1: like have feelings for Yuma, and you know she's messing around with him. On the other hand, Fujiwara is a character I immensely hate, and this is from the manga. Wow. Oh, uh, yeah. I... I know where this story's going. We're not even really past the.
3: Mm,
1: we're kind of getting into the second volume with these episodes right now, kind of.
0: Oh, uh, you can tell he's a scumbag. Yeah. I mean, he is a really scummy character, and I mean this this show this show delves into some pretty serious issues, yeah. like you know abuse, domestic yeah. abuse. He, he abuses <laughs> Hotaru. Know?
1: He uh, he in the last episode very openly said that he wants to be part of Yuma and Hotaru's little fooling around sessions uh he actively cheats on hosaru it's he's just the worst person oh Uh, yeah real scum and this is why i like was really turned off by the manga but like typical ntr fashion i have to know what happens i want there to be a a good happy ending but i don't think there's going to be um Mm. if you like drama uh and you like yuri here you go, but I have to warn you, you're going to hate some of these characters. Well, there's only four of them. You're going to hate one of these characters, be miffed by two of them, and the the
0: last one you're just going to feel really, really bad for. Right. Yeah, Yeah, that seems to be the case. And um, it helps that I haven't necessarily gotten attached to any of the characters yet enough to really care about what's going mm. on. So it's been, you know, at this point, at least in the anime, it's like, kind of just watching from the outside you're not really i mean for me anyway i'm not i don't care about the feelings of any of these characters so much i mean takeda yeah he he's uh he's in a pretty bad situation um he seems to really like you said have feelings for yuma uh i feel bad for yuma and, um, but that's just because she's super he,
1: confused
0: so confused <laughs> yeah that that's true too I, I think she might be getting the worst of it right now <laughs> um, and then she's got to deal uh, with like
1: her best friend being abused and then the, right, her that's best it, friend's yeah, boyfriend I, being like the scum of the earth, so yeah. it's um,
0: it's
2: a
1: it's pretty a bad situation. Interesting. All
2: it sounds um, like a bad show. It's not. It's not. A, it's you still know,
1: good it because it's interesting and it draws you in. It's bad for
0: like the situation, but I wouldn't call it a bad show.
1: Yeah. I'd say that's the situation's it, that, bad.
0: Yeah, it, that and that's interesting. Despite all that, um, it, it is a show that I'm interested in, yeah, in watching more of you have of. to know uh, how it ends exactly and it you know the the animation's good the character designs are good um so far you know the sound the soundtrack hasn't turned me off so
3: very heavy metal it, it's RPG, actually
0: put, which is kind of confusing
1: well not, i guess not heavy metal yeah but like heavy rock tones and i was like huh i was expecting
0: like a dramatic true. type thing and no nope. heavy guitar yeah. riffs okay cool yeah, so, I don't know. I mean, it's definitely a show I'm going to keep up with just to, like you said, see what happens. It sounds like I won't be knowing what happens anytime soon. Though, yeah, so. yeah well, uh, we will
1: definitely be reviewing this at the end of the season, and hopefully there's an... I, I'm actually kind of hoping for an anime original just ending where they just cut it at 12 and they're like, and Hotaru and Yuma decide that they're lesbians now, and hooray, and I'd be like, hooray. <laughs> and Fujiwara, I don't know. Dies. Does hard time in prison for something. That'd be nice.
2: Okay. Domestic
1: abuse. That way he could see what it's like to be to be forced into a Yuri relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Then we can get that NTR in prison. For all the (laughs) Fujioshis. I'm looking out for the Fujioshis. They need love too.
2: It sounds like if you like this show, you might like like Scum's Wish or something. Yeah,
1: I didn't watch Scum's Wish, so I can't tell you one way or the other. But uh, I could recommend some some Arrow manga that you might I'm be you might will. be interested if you're interested nope. in this one. Nope. Uh, okay, let's uh, let's let's move away from Hentai for now. Let's put that <laughs> on the back burner. Um, um, Princess Principal is one yeah. of yours.
2: Yeah, this mm-hmm. one of my picks. Um, this is the story of spies and lies in 19th century alter universe, steampunk. alternate universe, London, steampunk mm-hmm. London. Yeah. Um, we have a uh, Angela lay Carre. Sure. I think is how you would say that. Um, who's kind of the main character, I guess. Um, and then her kind of group of spies that she's gaining over the course of the show, though the show doesn't seem to necessarily necessarily be going in chronological mm-hmm. order. Um but the the rest of the cast is Dorothy, who's a a twenty year old posing as a uh, high yes, school girl. student. And yeah, she's pretty great. <laughs> uh we have Chise, um who's kind of like a small black haired girl Japanese. Beatrice mm-hmm. Japanese, yes. Uh, Beatrice, Beatrice Beatrice yeah uh who is like who uh, she's got like a terrible yeah. backstory like not terrible bad tragic as in not good yeah like tragic yeah there you go tragic backstory um and then there's uh the character who is just called princess mm-hmm. well as she's the princess of uh the uh, I think Kingdom of Albion. So in this in this world um London has been split into mm-hmm. two, east and west. Um it's essentially Berlin. It's kind of like circa
1: 1945.
2: Yeah, yeah, like there's a yeah, a mm-hmm. big wall. Um and these uh these girls uh carry out spy operations um and do various things like uh secure uh printing press uh, like uh, notes for money. Um, so Steel that, intelligence. You know, Once I yeah. can't sabotage the other. Yeah. So it's cool. I mean, it's super actiony, um, you know, espionage, steampunky. It's fun. Um, not sure, you know, where the story is necessarily going. There seems to be some sort of history between uh, princess and I, uh, a mm-hmm. There's
1: there's definitely something going on between the two of them, um, or something that yeah. went on in the past. Um, it is it is pretty cool to see all the little subplots and stuff. That first episode really grabs you mm-hmm. uh, with the, yeah. the little twist. I mean, it's a twist that you can kind of you can see coming because I mean, it's a spy show. The love of God, there's going to be betrayals mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But it was just <sighs> it was really well done in terms of um, delivery it you know even if it wasn't a surprise in terms of animation uh and in terms of like the character's feelings after you know after a mission like that how they have to they have to get over that kind of disappointment and just um essentially put on this you know this mask of like a spy just be like all right now i just gotta carry on this is day to day in my life now uh and it's you know again they're very young um Except for well, I guess Dorothy. I at this point, can I call twenty young now? Since I'm thirty now, is that a thing? (laughs) All you youngins, yeah, yeah. I would say twenty young. Um, (sighs) Anyway, uh, but yeah, so every episode is like a, a new assignment for them and it's it's fun to watch them carry out their assignment even if dorothy has just one role which is essentially hey you're the one with boobs go distract the
2: guards Yeah, seduct- seductress,
1: <laughs> which yeah. i enjoy because she's very good at it um yeah she's very attractive yeah so i um, i'm kind of hoping that more happens like we get maybe like a little mini arc instead of just like one done episodes but other than that mm-hmm. it's still really captivating and
2: yeah yeah it definitely draws and you in.
1: like one thing I can say for it too for the show as a whole um, best OP of the season in my opinion I fucking mm, love the good. OP yeah uh, and this is it's very this, jazzy I this is in, in a season with Angela singing the opening theme for Aho Girl which is phenomenal <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah yeah uh, great OP great series kind of hoping for a little bit more longer story story arcs and hoping that the whole thing actually has a wrap up uh but if if mm-hmm. it ends and there's a season 2 I would not be mad.
2: Yeah, I would love mm-hmm. more. Unless sure. it
1: ends and everyone's dead and they're like season 2 is going to be all new characters and I'd be a little pissed off, but that's neither here nor there. It's mostly there.
2: <laughs> Could still be interesting, yeah. But yeah. Very sad. Uh yeah, I definitely recommend yep, it for yep, sure.
1: Yep, yep, yep like action you'll love princess Princess.
2: Uh, yeah exactly um next one is restaurant Ooh. to another world or isekai shokudo uh, which was my pick as well um and this is essentially food porn the anime <laughs> writ
1: large in an, yeah. in a fantasy world
2: um in a fantasy well Mm, yes mm, yeah yes that's true no. yeah yeah you're right um, yeah you're right you're right <laughs> it's like food wars just without the uh, the competition and no etchy. Um I'm, I'm just joking is, it's so good what? it's so good boo. I'm sorry I, I didn't mean to boo it it's, it's so good. you said no etchy and,
1: and like my instincts kicked I know, in and yeah so
2: it's like it's a major <laughs> reaction I get it I get it um, this uh, is kind of like uh, an anime about this restaurant uh, Nekoya that um, has a door that will randomly appear in this other world. Um, I say randomly, but it seems that it appears at mm-hmm. set points. Uh, people just haven't necessarily on discerned. a certain day. Um, on a certain day, once every seven, every, uh, every seven days on the day yeah. of Satir. On
1: Sunday, Sunday uh, for us, the day of Saturn for them.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The day of Saturn. Um, and so it's just kind of like little vignettes. Uh, it's usually two per episode. Um, like the, the first episode was, um, uh, Aleta, we get, we get to meet her. Uh, she's like this cute blonde, uh, demon girl, uh, with her only demon trait being these small, she's, she's like a half demon uh, on her head. Yeah. Half demon. Um, and, uh, kinda of we get through her we kind of get to see, you know, what this other world is kind of like, um, with all these different kind of ruling factions and how uh half demons are uh kind of like, you know, segregated against in this capital that she went to and how she had a job then and hit her horns, but then her horns were found out and so she lost her job. So now uh the uh owner of Nekuya is uh, letting her work there once every seven days on the Day of Satyr. Um, And then, you know, as the episodes go on, we get, like, Sarah Gold, who's an adventurer. Um, We get, um, uh, like, in one of the more recent episodes, the most recent, we get a Lionel, which is, like, this beast dude. There was a lizard dude. Um, It's just a whole bunch of these, like, cool little stories um, and some very, cute yeah, and girls they're, they're self contained who... stories,
1: which I think is great because mm-hmm. like, each one of them comes to the restaurant for different reasons. Like, you get yeah, the, the yeah. explorer girl who, who comes uh, because she she found like a, a journal to like the greatest treasure from the, the you know, the greatest treasure hunter in their time, yeah. and so
2: her grandfather or father or something. And so she
1: essentially carries on the legacy because now that's a place she's going to continue to visit. Or like the Lizard Mm -hmm. Man. The Lizard Man, it's like when you fight uh in in like the the tournament, like versus like to be the hero of the village, when you win, you get to go to Nekoya. And he goes and and he comes back with Um yeah. With Amrais and and um the whole village gets to partake in it. Or yeah so like each each character has their own little backstory that's tied to food that I think is fantastic. The only thing that bugs me, they always get the same damn thing. You're going to another
2: world, try the different food. <laughs> yeah, try different yeah. food, yeah. It, it's really cool. Like we'll we'll see, like you know, in episode five or whatever, the the lion dude comes in yelling, and you see like you know Sarah there, and freaks out because the lion's yelling or whatever or. You see, like the elf girl eating her tofu steak. Oh yeah, tofu steak, um, tofu steak. It's just, it's really cool. It's a lot she, of fun. Um, she, the elf girl episode made me laugh.
1: Like, I have no problem with with you know veganism or anything like that, but it made me laugh because she was she essentially is one of one of those customers who's like, oh, you have meat? Smug about it. I can't. Yeah. She essentially thinks in her head. Well, I'm go- I'm just going to ask them what they have and if they don't have any of this stuff I'll just <laughs> And I'm like <laughs> yeah. Uh I mean it's not her fault. She didn't know that the, that was a restaurant, but um, yeah. Yeah, I was like, yeah. "Oh, you're one of those so... restaurant patrons. I bet you have, <laughs> I bet it has to be gluten-free too, huh, you little elf." Uh, sorry.
2: <laughs> That's your new insult. Yep, you, little a a, you, you little
1: elf. You little elf. I'm a, I am human in their world. I probably I don't know, be some kind of elf bigot. Um, that's neither here nor there. That's that's for another world where I'm an elf yeah. bigot. Carlos, the elf <laughs> bigot, coming to theaters. Um, sorry,
2: but yeah, I I can't see any reason that someone would not like this show. I mean, the food looks fantastic. Oh yeah, so it's really well animated. Cook. I get
1: hungry watching the damn yeah. show.
2: Oh yeah, make sure you're either eating or about to eat. Uh, when I, you watch the show, because if, even if you've just eaten, it's no good. You're gonna. I say make sure again.
1: you've just just eaten, because because when I'm mm. eating and I'm watching the show, I'm like, oh, that looks so much better than like the sandwich I'm having right now. That's
2: true. Yeah, that's true. it's true. Yeah, it's true. It's, true. Uh,
1: uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's fantastic. Uh, yeah, I can't recommend just it great. enough.
2: Yeah, good dub too. Good not, dub.
1: I should probably watch that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay, a couple more yep, here. A couple p- more.
1: And then we have questions. Several Uh, questions.
2: Yes. Well, we'll skip the questions and we'll just save those for the next time when we'll do the uh, responses to the question I asked. Uh, But Suridore Children is a short. Um, I think it's another 12 minute short. Um, It's about these uh, various relationships um, at this school. I think it's all the same school.
1: Yeah, it's all the Um, same school.
2: They're there are like a million different characters. In yeah. There's
1: several couples. Um, the show is, it's a, again, a short, so there are like little arcs in each episode of the different couples. So you can imagine they're pretty short, but it's amazing how much they get done in those little tiny arcs.
2: Yeah. It's fantastic. Like, you know, it, it, I think in one episode there was only two arcs. So they got kind of like six minutes each, which was great. But other episodes, there's like four or five little, little vignettes. Um, and yeah, it's like amazing how this show can make me attach to a character. So quickly. In yeah, exactly. Minutes. Yeah. Um, And, you know, there have been a couple recurring ones so far um, through five episodes, but it's mostly been kind of like these new couples um, and each one's pretty great in their own way. Yeah, um, you're
1: definitely not going to love every character, but... In this show, there are so many and so many different, like, uh, scenes with different ones that you're going to find something that you really Mm -hmm. like here if you like comedy and or romance.
2: Yeah. Uh, Like, some of my favorite uh, little stories, like, there's this one couple um, in episode four. I think they were, like, the last couple in episode three as well. It was the one where they're in his room, and she's, like, totally wanting to, you know, make out with him. Um as soon as they try, as soon as they work up the courage to do it, the mom wants oh. it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that one was good. Uh I'm I'm a big fan of the student council president and uh and the, yeah. the girl who smokes. Um that that yeah. one's pretty great. I like yeah. the, the the shy guy, um and the the redheaded girl and, and
2: the oh, The, the girl shy guy's favorite. little sister. Minagawa. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Yandere.
1: It uh it's a pretty great short. It's one of the shorts I thoroughly enjoy watching week to week, along with the uh, Aho Girl, mm-hmm. and they're both on at the, on the same day. I think it's like Tuesdays. Tuesdays is a really good day for anime. Um, yeah,
2: and it's not like it's not like every little thing is comedy in the show. Um, there are a lot of kind of like good oh film yeah mm-hmm. moments and moments of kind of like I don't know like sadness even um, as they kind of work through you know, starting relationships, being in relationships and everything that comes with that. So I don't know. It's, it's a fun little romance and, uh,
1: Suridori children. I, it's yeah. apparently part, uh, made off or the, made from a four coma, which I'm kind of hoping we get now.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would love to read it for sure. So. Yeah. Cause I'm wondering if there's like even more characters that we just don't get to see. So manga yeah, industry. Can't recommend it enough. Uh, yeah. All right. The next okay. one I'm not watching. Last one. <laughs> nope, it's just me. It's another anime strike one. Um, it is Welcome to the Ballroom or Ballroom E Yokoso. You
0: were excited about this one when you drafted it, right? Yeah, um,
2: yeah. This was one of my picks. Um, I, I'm sure I said it on the uh, the draft episode, but I've always wanted a uh, ballroom dancing anime after seeing the uh op to death parade um and so here it is welcome to the ballroom um it's good it's really good uh the main character (laughs) um uh tatara is kind of a i don't know listless guy just kind of like going through life with no motivation or anything um he doesn't know what he wants to do he doesn't Really stand out in any way um and then he kind of uh accidentally goes into a ballroom school and like instantly becomes you know in love with the uh art of uh, of ballroom dancing um, and so he starts getting taught by. Uh, this famous ballroom dancer and uh, a couple of his uh, co-workers. Um, and there's another girl named Shizuku who uh, goes to a school Um, who is, you know, wanting to become a professional ballroom dancer. Um, and it's just kind of like him, you know, finding something that he's actually passionate about and enjoys doing and how his uh, enthusiasm and um, work ethic kind of start to rub off on other people and you know help them find either motivation that they've lost or uh, inspiration to continue um, that kind of stuff I've only seen three episodes so far um, I'm two behind uh, and there are, are supposedly some really good characters that get introduced in those episodes so I really do look forward to, to watching more of it I will say that I'm not a huge fan of the character designs. There's a lot of uh, memification happening uh, regarding the length (laughs) of the necks in the show. (laughs) There have been some pretty funny joke articles about um, underrepresentation of giraffe people (laughs) um, in anime. Um, And it is super noticeable, especially when they're dancing. Um, It's off-putting. I think I'm slowly getting used to it, but it's going to take a little while. Uh so like if you are interested in this one, uh if you're thinking about checking it out, try not to let that bother you too much because I think the story and uh uh everything else is it's pretty pretty great. Yeah, it's
1: one I'm I'm planning on going back and uh well not going back, but watching hopefully so that I can be uh ready to review it in time. I'm just i haven't picked it up yet that one um and oh, what was that show like there's one show i really want to watch that i uh i haven't gotten around to yet uh it's out this season uh it's the the what was it it was like the the show that spango and and jorge were were talking about oh 18 oh no 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 uh Magical Circle Guru Guru. I'll be I'll be watching that oh, one for review. Yeah, I haven't gotten around to it okay. just yet, but it's only four episodes in.
2: Gotcha. Nice. Yeah, is it a short? It's or full length. It full length? <laughs> oh, but wow.
1: cool. it, it looked funny cool. when I saw it at AX, and I would like to continue. But that is awesome. our first impressions for the shows we're watching thus far. We might have more or less depending on. How the season treats us, because uh let's face it, we yeah. could end up dropping some of these shows if they if they uh piss us off well enough,
2: tank or there are shows I definitely wanna pick up if I find holy the crap, our so.
1: discord just emptied <laughs> There were a bunch of people like, yeah, oh, everyone I guess left. maybe they had a really bad game yeah. in the league. You guys let
2: us now, yeah, that's possible. um, so we went on to our discord into our podcast questions uh channel, and I asked what everyone has been enjoying so far this season. Um, I'll start off with Judo69 or uh, Phil. And he said, I've only been watching New Game and Gamer so far because I'm a horrible anime fan. It's true, mm-hmm. Phil. It's true. But good, good uh, choices. New
1: listener, no, not, I guess not new listener, new, yeah, new, new Discord. Discorder, something like that. Let's come up with a name for that. Uh, says, our Native American says, uh, man, I've only been watching uh, gamers and desperately trying to catch up with Recreators. Still, uh, good shows. I hope you cool. you're digging Gamers and uh, Recreators is still excellent. We did do a first impression, so
2: and Gamers has certainly generated some uh, good yeah, conversation for sure.
1: in the, the general chat for sure.
0: Yeah. Q. Uh, Barrick says <laughs> Classroom of the Elite has really clicked with me, and I love. What I've seen so far of Made in Abyss. Made in Abyss is fantastic.
2: Yeah, Classroom of the Elite, another one that's generated a lot of uh discussion.
0: Mm.
2: Um Hina says only watching new games, soccer requests, recreators, and saw three episodes of Classroom of the Elite of the Elite before putting it in my later pile later pile. Is that how you spell yeah. pile? That seems seems very strange. <laughs> um I don't know why. I guess I haven't seen that word in a long time. Uh, Probably New Game is most relaxing uh, Mm, for him. For sure.
1: Uh, B-Tag says, I'm enjoying pretty much uh, everything this season. Ballroom, Princess Principle, Maiden Abyss, Classroom of the Elite, Love and Lies, Fastest Finger First, and the shorts most of all.
2: Some good shorts for sure. (laughs)
3: Yeah.
2: Phil says new game is what happens when you do everything right in your life and the various, uh, and the various gods decide to reward you in <sighs> pious ways. Um, Very true, Phil. That's why we got a second season. Um, why don't you uh, do Jekyll
0: Geeks there, yeah, Jeff? Jekyll Geek. Uh, the shows I like this season are My Hero Academia, Classroom of the Elite, Gamers, and New Game. it all sounds really good.
2: Yeah. Um, good choices. Um,
0: Go for it. Uh, Logan?
2: Okay, Uh, Supango says out of all the ones I'm watching, the ones I'm really enjoying the most are New Game, of course, Uh, Magical Circle Guru Guru, Love and Lies, Princess Princess Principal, Eighteen F, and Fastest Finger First. There's actually nothing I really dislike this season. Watch Fox Spirit
1: Mastermaker. Um <laughs> IU says I concur with everyone else here that there isn't much I'm disappointed in this season. Again, Fox Spirit Mastermaker. My top five are probably <laughs> My Hero Academia, uh Kake Gurui. Oh, I do actually do plan on picking that one up with my S for powers. Uh New Game, uh double Exhibition mission point, uh Maiden Abyss, Suri Surijuri Children. Um and he says, I wish Kakigori, wasn't held hostage by Netflix. I strongly agree.
2: Yes. Okay, and then we do have a couple questions down below that. But I think we'll. Yeah. Save sorry, us. guys.
1: It is. It is yeah. getting pretty late for Jeff, yeah. and um, he, he's yeah. probably got to get to bed pretty soon. <laughs> Damn time zones. Yep. No, <laughs> right. So. Oh. With, with an apology. You guys yeah. got to move over to the East Coast. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> See, I like the West Coast. I've been to the East Coast, and you guys have that humidity thing. I'm good. Yeah. Mm. Plus hurricanes.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't know. Not mm-hmm. all about that life. Uh, um, you guys are missing. Out.
0: <laughs> the hurricane parties are the best.
1: <laughs> so, I, I actually do know that's a thing, and that always weirded me out. Hurricane parties. It's like if we had earthquake parties.
2: (laughs) 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 Sounds like a nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds dangerous. Um, Yeah. You can find us on Twitter at anime underscore arcade. On Facebook at facebook.com slash anime arcade. We are on Instagram at the underscore anime underscore arcade. Our website is animearcade.net um and if you would like to join our discard i can't talk anymore it's been a long day if you want to join our discord uh hit us up on any of those or you can shoot us an email at mail.animearcade at gmail.com and uh we really do appreciate everyone that uh takes the time to uh yeah. listen to us yeah makes it worth it
0: yeah thanks to all of our new members of our community it's great to have yeah. you um really it's always fun it's always fun being in our discord channel and chatting with everybody i think we have got a really nice little community growing here and um, if you're interested in joining it there's a lot of uh, a lot of cool stuff that goes on and we um we always we're playing always playing games and always coming up with new ideas to have fun with everybody so you can come play <laughs> pubg with us and get frustrated or you can
1: sell your soul to the ship gods i mean play concole uh which is <laughs> great <laughs> a great likes join us, one of us,
2: one yes. of us, <laughs> one of us, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. We're actually, uh, actually, about to start a Pathfinder oh, game this week yeah, too. That's so, true.
2: lots of stuff going on,
0: indeed. So, so, so please join us.
2: Yeah. Until next time, thank you all for listening, and uh, we'll catch you later.
1: Peace. See you next
0: time. Thanks, everybody.